Welcome back to All Things Skin. I'm your host, Dr. Missy Clifton, and I'm here with Lexi Fields. Hello. Hello, Miss Lexi. Lexi is a cosmetic coordinator for Premier Dermatology, and she is just as passionate about skincare as I am. She kind of nerds out on it like I do, and I just love that about her. It's fun. She's also a soon-to-be mama. I know. That's wild. <laughs> it is wild in July. Yes, that's wild. And our birthday month. Yes. It's so exciting. So today I am here because we are talking about pregnancy and skin and all the effects that pregnancy has on skin. Yes, and there are so many. So so many. Yeah, it's exciting, right? So many of us have been there. You know, you want the baby, you finally get the positive test, and then you um, pretty much freak out. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. I remember thinking, okay, what can I eat? What can I put on my skin? What can I use? What can I not use anymore? Um, it's a scary time. You're literally growing a human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's It's been really interesting because I am the cosmetic coordinator. And so that's what I talk about is skincare and treatments. And, you know, I've been getting Botox regularly um, for the past six years. And I'm like, oh no, that's like the first thing that's got to go. <laughs> Yeah, it's a sad, sad state of affairs when the Botox has to go. But yeah. there is a topical now that is very safe in pregnancy yes, that there minimizes is. wrinkles called Revox. I know, so. and I have it, and I use it every day, and I live and breathe by it. That's so good, so good. So let's talk a little bit more about what's going on with your skin in pregnancy. A little bit of everything. So to start with... Um, I am pregnant with a boy, and I always heard this little wives' tale that they said boys don't actually steal your beauty. The girls do. <laughs> However, I think that's a lie. I think that's a little because bit of a Because the first myth. thing yep. that popped up was lots of acne that I had yeah. never had before. Like ever since I was maybe 14, um, that just popped up like crazy. Yeah. Um, I've also been having a lot of dryness like in conjunction with the acne, which is very interesting to navigate. Uh, stretch marks. I feel like um, I'm also kind of looking more like I have dark circles that I didn't necessarily have before. Yep. All of these things are very, very normal, Lexi. You know, everyone talks about that glow of pregnancy, and it certainly is real. I think you look really glowy, personally. You're sweet. Um, your body makes more estrogen and progesterone, um, you know, when you're pregnant. And that can increase... A lot of times increase the oil production in your skin, which can make you have some acne. The estrogen can actually increase your risk of hyperpigmentation like melasma mm -hmm. and even the pigmentation down your tummy from your pubic bone all the way up the middle of your tummy called the linea nigra. So lots of other areas you can get hyperpigmentation as well. So, Lexi, have you noticed that your hair is really thick right now? Yes. I feel like my curls just look luscious right now, and I just, I feel like this is probably the best my hair has looked ever, and I'm loving it, and I don't want it to go away. I know. I know. <laughs> we all love our hair in pregnancy, and it's because our hair all shifts into the growth phase or the antigen phase during pregnancy. So we get this thick, beautiful, luscious hair. Um, and then about three months after we deliver, our hair kind of normalizes and a lot of it shifts back into that resting phase or the telogen phase and our hair gets a lot thinner and we shed a lot and it freaks everyone completely out. So I will encourage you not to freak out. Okay. <laughs> it will get better. It will normalize. You just keep taking your multivitamins. 
eat healthy, try to take care of yourself as much as you can. And it normalizes 99% of the time all on its own. Okay. The beautiful thing is, though, that now once you're finished nursing, there are in-office treatments, there are supplements, there are um, injection treatments and topical treatments that we can do to really help your hair recover after pregnancy, even during that telogen and effluvium time. So the main thing is don't panic. Good to know. <laughs> so speaking of products and treatments, um, especially for someone being pregnant right now, like myself, what type of skincare products are actually safe? Because I've done a lot of research and I know that retinol is like a big no-no on the top of the list. Can you tell me why? Yes, I can tell you why. And I can list a few others that I think are on the no-fly zone uh, when you're pregnant. Uh, first of all, yes, retinol in Retin-A, retinyl palmitate things like Tazerac that contain uh, retinoic acid. Really, these are all vitamin A derivatives, and they can actually cause birth defects. Mm. So if they're absorbed significantly, they could seriously cause problems. And that's why the oral medication for acne, Accutane or isotretinoin, is definitely a no-no in pregnancy because it has been shown to cause fairly severe birth defects. Um, so you stay away from all of, all of those retinol, um, high vitamin A, uh, containing products. I usually recommend that people stay away from salicylic acid and benzoyl peroxide um, during pregnancy as well. Uh, most products and um, compounds are not tested on pregnant women. So a lot of the time we don't know if they're truly safe or not. Um, but these show some evidence in animal studies that they may not be safe during pregnancy. The sad thing is those are our main compounds usually, for especially over-the-counter acne treatments. Yes. So I usually switch my patients who are acne-prone or really, really oily to a glycolic acid-based mm -hmm. product. Glycolic acid is incredibly safe in pregnancy, and there's topicals and um, wash solutions that are fantastic to use for those acneic patients uh, during pregnancy. And, you know, a lot of people do get melasma, which is that hormonal hyperpigmentation. Yes, I'm really worried about that. You don't have it. You look great. <laughs> Maybe you'll be a lucky one. I know, but here comes summer. And I, I mean, I feel like I'm good with my sunscreen, good with my hat. But I've also seen a lot of patients myself that have come to me after they're done breastfeeding and they're like, look at my face. Like, yeah. it's patchy. What do I do now? And like... I just, I get worried about that for myself and for people. Well, it's such a common problem. And so wear your sunscreen just like you're doing. Definitely the sunscreen with the zinc or titanium as the active ingredient is going to be very, very helpful during pregnancy. You can't, unfortunately, use hydroquinone, which is a lightening agent that we use a lot in dermatology for hyperpigmentation of all types, but especially melasma. Um, but it is pregnancy category C, which means we can't use it during pregnancy or during nursing. So we definitely can do, like I said, the mineral sunblocks. You can do glycolic acid cleansers and things like that. Um, and just really natural, mild skin care that's just going to be soothing to the skin. Because some of the problem with melasma is that if you over-irritate your skin, you can make the pigmentation worse. Mm. So you don't want to do anything that's going to be too drying or too harsh or too irritating. What's your stance on natural skincare too? Because that's another thing when I was doing some research about what I should and shouldn't be using, um, you know, there's a lot of philosophies out there that, you know, the most natural is the best for you. Well, so cocaine is natural. Actually. <laughs> it doesn't mean that it's good for you. <laughs> so here's the thing. 
you know, you just have to really read the labels and realize what is natural and what's actually healthy, right? So certainly, like we were talking about, the physical sunscreens are natural. Mm -hmm. Zinc and titanium are natural compounds. um, And they are definitely safer than the chemical sunscreens like oxybenzone and avobenzone are actually possible hormone disruptors. Oh, wow. They could negatively affect your baby's nervous system development. Mm. So you don't really want to wear chemical sunscreens during pregnancy. Um, So, yeah, in that case, natural is better. Yes. Um, So interestingly, a lot of people say, well, I'm just going to use my essential oils during pregnancy. Well, the scary thing about essential oils is they're not really FDA regulated. And they're not required to put on their packaging any of their key ingredients or inactive ingredients. And some of those could potentially be dangerous for pregnancy. So if you don't have a good label that you can really read and see what every active and inactive ingredient is and what their concentration is, you really shouldn't use it in pregnancy. Gotcha. So let's circle back to stretch marks because that I am almost 25 weeks pregnant and they're coming up by the dozens. <laughs> yes, ma'am. They definitely, definitely do. And it, like you said, it happens when your body's really going through rapid changes. Um, so it happens because of stretching of the dermis and tearing of the support structure, the collagen and elastic tissue. Uh, it's very traumatic. Mm-hmm. It's very traumatic. Um, not only the, the act of causing it, but what it does to us mentally mm-hmm. when we start to see these stretch marks. And, you know, I got my first stretch marks in pregnancy, not in pregnancy, but in puberty. Um, I started developing stretch marks when I was a teenager. So I do think that there's definitely a genetic susceptibility to it. Some people are just more prone to developing stretch marks than others. Um, I think people who have, um, you know, kind of thicker skin by nature um, or better hydrated skin, they're going to get less stretch marks. So I tell people definitely try to gain weight slowly if you can, but Mm -hmm. that certainly did not happen with my twins. I got pretty huge pretty quick. (laughs) Um, And so the stretch marks definitely came with those babies. Um, Stay hydrated. So your skin's more pliable. Certainly hydrated skin is healthier skin. Eat healthy. You know, certain nutrient deficiencies can make you more prone to um, stretch marks. So things that are good for the skin like vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin E, zinc, protein, you know, really just try to eat healthy and well-balanced to try to help prevent those. And I tell you, moisturize often two or three times a day. Avoid any kind of harsh soaps that can overdry the skin. And, you know, a lot of times just say a little prayer because uh, you just... <laughs> While I'm rubbing my belly. <laughs> yes, just, you know, it, it, if you're destined to get some stretch marks, you're probably going to get them. But what I would say to you is if you do, don't worry. We've got a lot of tricks to help diminish them very, very significantly after that precious baby is born. We can do laser to get rid of the redness when they're new. Uh, We can use microneedling to kind of blend them in and trigger rebuilding of the collagen. We can use topicals like retinol once Mm -hmm. you're not nursing anymore that really does help rebuild and restructure the skin. So there's lots and lots of options for stretch marks these days that we didn't used to have. So if they happen, we are here to help. That's great. (laughs) So as far as treatments are concerned, I know that, you know, injection treatments are out the door. um, But what do you feel about, like, how do you feel about facials or chemical peels? Are those something that pregnant women, that's okay for them to do? So again, especially a lot of women want to do the chemical peels because they have melasma. 
Okay, so, but the other problem, like we talked about before, is anything that's super irritating to the skin can make the melasma worse. So I generally, um, you know, tell patients, don't really do chemical peels during pregnancy. Do things that are going to be soothing to the skin that might have natural antioxidants like vitamin C and brighteners in them. Hydrofacial is a great option. Love a hydrofacial. Yes, it's great. It deep cleans the pores. So if you're acne prone, it can really help to kind of purge those pores that are clogged. Um, and it's deeply hydrating and has wonderful, wonderful um, moisturizers for the skin. Diamond Glow is another one that I love during pregnancy. It gently exfoliates. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just deeply infuses and hydrates the skin. So there's lots of options for in-office treatments um, that are very safe. And I would recommend going to a place for these in-office treatments that is dermatology-based and where the estheticians are trained to know what compounds are safe and what aren't safe. Because a lot of the day spas and places in the universe don't really have that level of education for their estheticians. Um, so I would just encourage people to really just be savvy and make sure you're going to a really reputable place. Well, Lexi, this has been really fun talking about a lot of the common things that really kind of plague us and keep us from really having that glow of pregnancy. Yes, it has. Lots of <laughs> eye-opening information. So thank you so much for being with me. I think that's a wrap. Listeners, thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to follow All Things Skin on your favorite podcast platform. Join us next time as we talk about your skin after pregnancy. Also, please reach out to us at allthingsskin at premierderm.net. We would love to hear your comments and answer any of your questions. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. 